Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. This week, we'll get my approval on Kim K hosting SNL, a Miami bar shutting its doors to the public so that Drake can eat, talk about somebody's status, and Elon Musk and Grimes negotiating property in space. Plus, I've introduced so many new segments that I can't remember if we've done one that we're about to do. But anyway, it's called Relationship Roundup, and it's a Lollapalooza. Stay tuned. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Hi, Annie. Hi, Bryce. Hi, listeners. Hi, listeners. I wanted to tell you I have my lemon perfect water that I'm going to drink during this. Remember when we did a Uh, taste test of that? Yeah. What flavor did you choose? This one's strawberry passion fruit. And you can just call that one. No, maybe I didn't bring this one to the taste test, but just, you can call me Jason Bateman because apparently from the latest episode of smartless, he also loves lemon perfect. Really? I didn't even pay attention with that. I don't know when it was. Yeah. Was it John Stewart or was it the one? Yeah, I think it was the John Stewart one. And he says, I, I love Lemon Perfect. He was, well, he's such a freak about electrolytes. Yeah, he is. So I love when I, they make fun of him for it. I know. It's it's too much. It's like, that's why I, I remember my sister, and I think you have told me not to drink. I was always drinking Gatorade. And they were like, you were like, you need to stop doing that. Yeah, it's just sugar. Yeah, so this one is, anyway, I mean, it's good. Wrong. A good Gatorade is fire. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, these are good, but the the original one that's like just lemon water is, I think, the best. So anyway, <sighs> we can what, move on. I can't even remember which one I liked. It was whatever one was like the most mellow. Peach. There was a peach one. There was a pineapple coconut, which it, any of these could be good, but it's actually... Um, is this one good with tequila? No, not this one. There's another one that would be good with tequila. The other one would be good with rum. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? Uh, but that's what that's what I'm drinking to stay hydrated after after this day of days. Um, what do they do? They just put a lemon in a juicer and yeah, half add a it to water, half a squeezed organic lemon in every bottle, cold pressed and full of flavor, hydrating electrolytes, essential antioxidants, made with no artificial ingredients. How much does one of those cost? That is a good question because these also, were sent to me. <laughs> I know they were sent to you. And also I am this much upset that you didn't also have some sent to me. <laughs> I mean, it is seriously true, but you know what? To get back, it's just, it was just to get back at you for do it, for doing your podcast tour without me. <laughs> I did actually do another podcast. I know. It's amazing. It's so great. Are you getting the word out about our show? Yes, of course. Okay, That's why good. I'm doing it. I'm out here <laughs> to promote our upcoming 100th episode. <laughs> um, well, tell us what also, you did. But tell I've us also what... been promoting my upcoming podcast, The Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> which which is rightfully, which you rightfully should be doing. Um, um no, so, so t- I 
I did an episode of the Out of Pocket podcast. Yes. Um, which should be out this week, actually. Okay, great. Everybody um, go listen to it. Yes, it's my little brother's podcast. We talked a lot about pregnancy. So okay. um, I probably talked more about like specifics on that one than I have on this one. So if yeah, they probably did. Pregnancy. You probably gave them like, you probably were like, sure, we'll let you roll. You can roll it out. They have a whole rollout. Well, plan. it was really, no, it was not a whole, first of all, they definitely don't <laughs> they, have a rollout plan the for reason, anything. That's, there was my fatal mistake. To, it was to create a rollout because then it turned you completely off to it. If I would have just been well, like, "Yeah, come on, we'll talk about sweet. it," because that podcast for li the listeners that maybe don't know what it is, it's Sammy and three of his friends, and they and so it was very sweet because it was like twenty five year olds who have no idea about pregnancy. Yeah, and so they weren't necessarily asking me questions about mine specifically, just about pregnancy in general. Okay, and um, it was. It was just sweet, like some of the things that they thought and assumed and all that. I bet it's really informative, though, for people who really don't have a clue about pregnancy. Like, I want to listen to it just to hear the questions that they asked. Um, yeah, you should listen to it. It was we. I had a lot of fun. Oh, good. So, yeah, I was very grateful that they asked me to be on. And you and your sister also did. The Dogs of War podcast. That's right. been out for a couple weeks. Yeah, but um, I don't think we've seen each other since then. No, we have, but I'm just saying like yeah, in this setting, say. in this setting, when it's just yeah. the two of us on this podcast. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but yes, I was on the Dogs of War podcast discussing the start of football season. Um, that was a really good one. Obviously friends of the show, so I was happy to do it. That was really Yeah, good. I saw that Raleigh really this good. weekend, actually. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get into that. Let's get into your peak and valley. God, what a transition. Um, oh, seriously. Also, this child is kicking me so hard in the ribs. Um, I my peak of the week is going to Cleveland. Okay. Um, just it was the last weekend I could travel, and we finally saw a home win. Yes, I was gonna ask you if this, yeah. this wasn't the first time, right? Or was it? I believe it was the first wow. home win that I've been a part of. Um, little that bit of bummer amazing. that I couldn't drink to celebrate. <laughs> no, it but was a great game, though. It was such a fun game to watch. It was like the least stressful second half of a Browns game I've ever watched. And um, yeah, it was awesome. I, I think they're going to be like a force this year. So I'm excited. Yeah. Wait, what was the final score? 26 to 6. Okay. Yeah, against the Bears. And who do they play this week then? This week they have the Vikings at Minnesota. Mm, mm, that'll mm. be a good game too. Yeah, that'll be and good. It, it's Stefanski's return. Because he Wait. came from Minnesota. Oh, his return to Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, it's the first time he's been there since he left. Wow. So it'll be fun to watch. And that's the coach. Yes. Who should part-time model. Um, yeah, the great jawline. <laughs> great jawline. The yeah. dogs of war love to talk about his jawline, by the way. They um, do. Well, that's good. That's so great. And you got to spend time with family. And it was probably it was probably an awesome like last trip. It's crazy that that it's the last time you can travel. That seems insane. Crazy. I know. I can't believe how close this this is. Um I can't. No I can't believe can our. Believe it less than me. <laughs> I can't believe our maternity leave is coming up so our quickly. Our maternity leave is <laughs> rapidly approaching. 
Um, my valley though is I have never slept worse than I did over the weekend. Was it because you were in a different place, do you think? Or I think so. I sleep with a pregnancy pillow here and it kind of sandwiches me in so I can't toss and turn. Okay. Obviously, I can't travel with that. And so I think I was kind of trying to build myself a pillow for it. The bed was incredibly comfortable. So that was not an excuse, but yeah. I think it was just, yeah, I think it was not being in my environment. I think it was the fact that it's getting more and more difficult to roll over on my own. Um, no. Just things like that. Like it's, it is really wild when people say like pregnancy is so different day to day. It's mm -hmm. so true. What is a pregnancy pillow? It's like a U shape. It's a big U shaped pillow. Okay. And it allows you to kind of, cause you can't sleep on your back during pregnancy. You have to sleep on, your side, preferably your left side. I'd sleep on both sides. Um, but okay. it basically like sandwiches you in and you can put the pillow between your legs because your okay. hips start to hurt the more, the bigger you get. So God. yeah, such a beautiful, Honestly, process. such a beautiful I've, process. I've said this before, the shit that women go through during pregnancy, <laughs> well really during pregnancy or PMS, and are, they're still expected to behave and function as a normal human being is complete bullshit. <laughs> it really is actually crazy. It's crazy. Like getting off the couch requires more effort than like 10 sit-ups. Right. So it's like, it's just like crazy. Like the, the effort and things that your body goes through and it's just like, oh, well, no, she's pregnant. But like, she, and I'm the first one to be like, I'm pregnant. I'm not broken or fragile. Yeah. But it does take a lot more energy to do certain things. Yeah. Have you been almost surprised, I guess, for lack of a better word, on how much you were able to accomplish or not accomplish while being in this state pregnant or like, because I mean, you still work out every day. You push, mm -hmm. you know, you push through. You did an awesome thing on your Instagram this week. And you said that, you know, it's the one thing that, you know, makes you feel like you're in your own body still. Yeah, And so I was just curious as if like, you're still doing th that kind of stuff, but yet you are obviously forced to, <laughs> forced to like, right. Not, uh, I don't know the word I've been looking for, but you're forced to like grap grapple with the fact that you're pregnant completely and you can't do everything that you were normally could. Yeah. It's, I have been very fortunate that my pregnancy has been so, I don't want to say easy because obviously I've had my days. I've had whatever. Mm -hmm. but overall, my pregnancy has been very easy and I'm very okay. grateful for that. I do credit a lot of that to the fact that I never stopped moving. Right. Like I think working out, it I, there's just so much to that. Um, but yeah, the the closer I get, the more surprised I am at how tired I get by doing basic things. Right. Gosh. Like just in general. But again, I, I don't want to come off like I'm complaining because I, it's one of those. I don't think you do this. though. I don't think you come off as complaining. I think, I, I think, I don't think that at all. I mean. Okay, good. I mean, we talked about it very early on. Like it's, it's one of those things where it's now I'm losing my train of thought because this is what happens to me now. This is who I am. Oh my God. This is what I want to get into after we, after a few other things, but. Okay. Um, well, screw it. Let's just get into it now. Okay. Um, okay. Cause I was reading this article because obviously we're all preparing 
for this child. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but uh, I want to revisit a topic with you because I came across an article about pregnancy brain and oh. um, causing, and that it causes maybe either causes insomnia and like impulse shopping. You mentioned that you bought a 40 ounce tumbler and you I don't did. remember buying it. I didn't know that it caused impulse shopping, but that's funny. <laughs> Well, it just said, I mean, that's just someone like, you know, I think comedically was sort of saying there were several different things. Like they also said that you forget the word grape and you don't know, like, oh, <laughs> like that's, the, that's the worst part, especially like at work, someone will ask me a question and I'm like, um, I know this answer <laughs> and I'm quick to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm eight months pregnant. Give me one, like, just give me a second. And then I can come up with it. Yeah. But those are all things that were like very readily available to me before. So the article basically says, um, I wish I would tell you who it's by because it's probably worth, um, reading it. Um, is this right? Jennifer Aniston is on my computer, so I don't know. <laughs> could be wrong. I mean, it doesn't oh, seem no. implausible, but certainly I can't, I don't know where it's from. Anyway, um, I wish I knew the author of the article, but it doesn't say, but she says, I'm here to advocate for pregnant women and or, wait, no, that's me. I wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> I'm on. here to advocate for pregnant out. women. No, I won't, I won't, I won't. I'm here to advocate for pregnant women and moms everywhere. In this article, the author says that instead of bemoaning or fighting pregnancy brain, let's first recognize the truth that if we're forgetful, struggling with word recall, or feel like our heads are stuffed with cotton, it's because our brains are adapting to huge changes, both physiological and circumstantial. We need to resist the impulse to oversimplify the experiences of pregnancy and childbirth as experiences that can be neatly contained by another any one study or any one finding, but as monumental life altering events that should be celebrated and, support and supported. And when we learn something new about maternal health, let's also remember how utterly little we still know slash have historically cared to know and that decontextualized research will be meaningless for the lives of birthing people unless it's considered alongside cultural or structural realities. Maybe instead of referring to pregnancy brain or mommy brain, they suggest we call it what it really is, which is my life is completely different now. <laughs> yep. I do think that has a lot to do with it. Like the fact that I constantly have five. I mean, I was, I had 500 things on my mind before I got pregnant. And now that I'm pregnant, I have exponentially more than that. Yeah. Um, and it's not just a to-do list. It's like anxieties, uh, questions. Like there's so many things. Um, so I do think that that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, it's really interesting to put it like, I mean, you've been saying something similar to that for a while now. And it was just interesting to see that here's this article came out and just I think it was like yesterday that that this person was relating that because it is so interesting how, like you said, society just thinks, oh, pregnant women should just operate like normal and should right, no like one. No big let's, deal. Let's not let's. But it, it, there are two th two things can be or what is that phrase that it's like two things can be the same like there are two things can two things can be correct one is that you can't make pregnant women feel like they are there's nothing like they, that they should operate fully like a fully functioning human as if nothing has happened but at the same time that doesn't mean that we need to treat pregnant women like they're broken or damaged or need help constantly or whatever like if they're operate if they are able 
So well, here's the problem. It's too, interesting because, because yeah, like you and I have talked about, I am pregnant. I am not broken or fragile. I get torn. And this is where I know that like this thing we go through makes us a little bit crazy. And a lot of it probably has to do with hormones. If someone treats me like I should just like, if someone treats me like I'm fragile, it instantly irritates me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fine. I can do it. Yeah. But if someone treats me like I just spit all over. <laughs> if someone, yeah, so treats, did I. <laughs> if someone treats me like, Oh, well, I know you're pregnant, but you should be doing everything a hundred percent like you did before. That also irritates me. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I know the acknowledgement to base and it's basically because I think I as a human being have a really hard time asking for help. And so I think I almost need the other person to be like, listen, do you if you need anything taken off your plate, let me know. Yeah. You know, like I I just need to know that the option is there. I don't mm -hmm. want it taken from me and I don't want it pressed on me. Right. Okay. You know, it's just it's yeah. such a weird balance. No, like, I think that's really articulate though. I think that's that's seems like that should be normal. That yeah, should be a normal you would response. Think, but not in this country. No, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> well, but also there are some pregnant women that want to be babied or that want to be treated like they're broken or fragile. Yeah. You know, and then there's some people like I think I felt probably fall right in the middle of it now, especially the further along I get. But at the beginning of pregnancy, I was definitely on the end of like, I'm fine. I'm 100% fine. <laughs> Leave me alone. I can do everything. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I can do everything. And now I'm like, oh my God, I can't do everything. <laughs> yeah, I but can't. at least, but you're not, but you're also not complaining. You're not being like, I can't do everything. And so help me. You know, you're not. Oh, no. I, like I said to you today, I was like, listen, if it's 48, if it's more than 48 hours out, <laughs> like I can't tackle that right now. <laughs> I like don't, it's not in my, it's not in my capabilities. Which is like, yeah, that's so. Yeah, I'm trying to get really good right now before he comes at setting boundaries. Yeah, that's and good. That is. That's why you're gonna leave every group chat, including the one that's just the two of us, when yeah. the baby gets here. No, no. I mean, when the baby gets here, I'm just gonna block your number until I'm like ready to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so fair. So fair. Um, well, I. Um, my peak was that um, it was my birthday last week. I know. And happy birthday. I would thank say you. Happy. Thank you. And I, um, you know, just honestly, just happy to be here. Like just yeah. happy to still be here. Um, can't really complain. My day was very chill. Uh, I went to the beach. I brought 24 hard seltzers and no waters. Um, so that was smart. That's very not surprising. As as shocking as this is to everyone listening, I actually don't love attention on my birthday. Anywhere else, That's anytime true. else, yeah. I'm uh, give it to me. But I feel like a birthday is a little bit unwarranted because it's just like it happens every year. It's going to happen. There's not like I didn't earn it. I wasn't. You know, I was just right. like here we are again. Um, yeah. So I. What do you, it was a nice how do you, day. you act when someone's singing happy birthday to you? I mean, I had had about 12 hard seltzers at this point, so I was okay. okay. But normally it is weird. Like, I don't, I guess if I, it's only weird when I'm 
not anticipating it. That seems that sounds weird, but like if there was a like you. I, you've been at a celebration of my birthday where there's been like a cake and I didn't yes. know that there was a cake. And that seems more weird than if I know, you know, I know this is going to happen. Like someone's been like, I'm getting you a cake or we're going to say like, that makes more sense to me. But if it's like yeah. rolled out as if I d I'm not supposed to know about it, then I get like, okay, this is a little I just get we like I'm just like oh I wasn't expecting this and it's so I get so uncomfortable so, so I can empathize with this so much yeah so I mean I think that if it's a if it's a place where I know that like if we were going if I was going out to dinner or I was doing you know something in that sort of setting I feel like it would be a little bit I wouldn't be like okay I'm kind of expecting this but like at the beach I was like yeah there was no cake but my friend Lindsay had a candle and put it in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> so, Beautiful. It, that's actually so a really nice way to handle it. Well, it was funny too because Lindsay, I brought I brought the koozies, so I brought the I brought our yeah. uh, the the ones that that I got from you that yeah, I thought were forty ounce tumblers. Yeah, uh, of course. But they were they were great. First of all, they kept everything cold, and everyone's like, "Where did you get those?" I was like, "These were given to us. Like these were made for us. It was amazing." <laughs> Who made them, Annie? Like tell like let's shout. Um, well, Emily had them made for us by Charleston Cups. Let okay, me great. actually make sure. I want to give his Instagram out. He, God, Emily keeps texting about this ice cream she got. And what? if, I don't, if I don't have it in five minutes, we're going to have a pregnant <laughs> psychopath on the loose. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Okay, let me give, I believe it's at uh, Charleston. It's at Charleston Cups. Okay. So thank and, you, at Charleston Cups. Yes. And he's the one that makes all of my Yetis. He does. Yes. He's incredible. Um, it's so awesome. His work is amazing. And it's like not – it's it's so well crafted. Like it doesn't peel. It doesn't – you know, I mean, you can no. like throw it. I mean, I probably threw mine in the sand ocean. I was taking multiple photos with them. Yeah, it's amazing. I um, got custom cups made for Emily and mom for throwing my baby shower. He'll do whatever you want on them. Uh, they're very reasonably priced. They make great gifts. Highly amazing. Recommend. Perfect. Yeah. Well, so we were talking about the podcast and um, Lindsay was saying, uh, she was like, yeah, you know, their podcast is just like, she's like, Annie just basically is like, the conduit for all of Bryce's friends, like wanting to say, like wanting to give him all the crap. <laughs> like she just does it for everyone. And so we're, we're very grateful to her. Oh, I love that. That's perfect. That yeah. is actually exactly the brand I'm trying to portray. Well, so that's because someone, one of the, one of the uh, people who I didn't know as well was like, Oh, what's your podcast about? And then Lindsay like chimed in and said that. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you, um, I had someone come up to me after the game on Sunday and it was a good friend of Carly and Wyatt Teller who obviously friends and former guests on the podcast. Yes, and he was, yeah, he was like, I am obsessed with your podcast. Oh my God. That's the best amazing. part is that he was doing it in front of Baker. Nice. And he literally at one point said, he goes, he looked at Baker. He said, football's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football's cool. But your podcast. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's my peak. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is – I, I mean, Baker was cracking up. But afterwards, I was like, oh, 
Nobody cares who you are anymore. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, forget, like, get out. Like, you just won a huge game. Uh, screw yeah. you. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is about me now. Okay. Well, I anyway, it was to cap this. I was a very, it was a very good birthday. Very happy just to be here. I heard from a lot of people. It was like a great day. So, uh, my valley is that this isn't actually my valley, but I was thinking of you uh -oh. last night because. I watched a pilot episode. Um, okay. I watched. I watched the show. It's called Midnight Mass on Netflix. It, I think okay. it just came out, but it's it's the same guy who did House or the Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Bly okay. Manor. Uh, similar. It's like a. It's a. It's a limited series. But did Annie, I watch it, the, the Bly Manor one? I don't. Rem I don't think you did. But I, I can't remember now. You, I know you. I know you watched that one because we yeah. talked about it. Um, okay. But Bly Manor is not as good, I don't think. But it is still pretty good. I this okay. I've only watched one episode of this show, um, but it has Matt Saracen. Do you do you ever watch Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Okay, it has Matt Saracen as like the main character in it. Okay. Or one of them. Um, but if you ever Annie want to have your own personal unbearable hour of hell. Watch a pilot with me <laughs> because oh I, I don't mean, even need to. No, I know like that you don't give a fuck about the script, <laughs> but I mean, I will just, I was just sitting there randomly being like, I wonder how they got this shot of this boat. Are they on an adjacent boat filming the other boat? And is the boat that they're on, if they're on a boat moving? <laughs> Say less. I don't need to know anything else. I don't need to know anything else. And also, I mean, edibles, now, I edibles, edibles. I'll just say edibles, edibles. Like, well, and now I can't stupid. watch the show because now I'm going to be thinking that shit. No, and it's so annoying. Like, I actually feel like it does enhance. Sometimes it can like do it can enhance things, but then I'm like, why are you thinking about like who it cares? It could enhance things on like an Avengers movie. It's not yes. enhancing things in like a normal show when you just no. want to shut your brain off. Right. Exactly. And it's like, why am I not focusing like like trying to like <clears throat> get the plot? I'm like, upset <laughs> for I'm upset for you that you went into it like that. <laughs> that is incredibly obnoxious for your own brain. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to Peloton in 60 seconds, the segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we discuss all things Peloton for just one minute. All right. Are you ready? Sure. Ready? I always think of my nephew, Louie, when I say this. Ready, set, go. All right. I took the hardest class I've maybe ever taken on my oh. birthday. Well, it was an interval. It was an interval in arms class with Olivia. It was an 8.8 .8 difficulty rating and I had to get over 500. I got 505. It was like awful. And I was, I, nice. I'm still, was it, 40, I, it was 45 minutes. It was 45 minutes. And I, I think I need to have my triceps removed and I'm still sore. Okay. It's so funny you bring up Olivia because I did just a 10 minute arms with her recently and almost had to turn it off because she only uses one pound weights. What is wrong with her? So no, I mean, she's, they're so, she's obviously stronger than that. So like the one, and I get it. Like she wants to be able to talk and whatever, but when she uses one pound weights, it almost makes her uncoordinated because they're not heavy enough. Oh, right. And she I reminds... couldn't, I could not look at her. <laughs> she kind of reminds me of Ariel. <laughs> In like a, 
Only because she's so little. <laughs> and this has been Peloton in 60 Seconds. It's so weird. I think when I move my phone, like it starts off loud and then I move, I think whenever I move my phone, it like. That was loud the whole softer. time. softer. Okay, good. Well, I yeah. obviously can't hear anything. This episode of The Nobodies is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com. Annie, you know that there's a season upon us and that season is pilot season. You know, when uh, the, all the new shows in the fall come out and everybody watches them and, you know, the ratings and everything come out. It's just the most exciting time. Do you purposely try to be as unrelatable as possible? <laughs> no, but is that, is, that is, that, I mean, that's, that's the season that we're talking about, right? No. Okay. And also, are you spelling, how are you spelling season? S-Z-N, obviously. Okay. Obviously. No, that's not the season we're upon. Football season. Oh. Yes. I've only been preparing since February. Do you have your gear yet? Um, I ordered another shirt from the NFL store. So who even knows if that will come or if it will be intact or maybe damaged like the last one. Exactly. So that was really stupid on your part. EmilyRoggenberg.com has all of the game day gear that you need, especially if you're cheering on our brownies this year. Emily's designs combine fan wear and chic neutrals to make you feel stylish while still supporting the team. So everybody head over to EmilyRoggenberg.com and use the code NOBODY for 25% off. That's Emily, R-O-G-G-E-N-B-U-R-K.com, code NOBODY for 25% off. And now back to the show. All right, let's get on with it. Oh, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> now it's time for Annie's approval, the segment in which we get Annie's unedited opinion on the headlines at large. First up, Saturday Night Live is facing criticism for tapping Kim Kardashian West to host. Kim Kardashian West is hosting Saturday Night Live on October 9th, and people are being pretty heartless about the news. <laughs> That was a Kanye play for anyone who's wondering. Are you impressed? It was a stretch, honestly. <laughs> I know. After posting on their Instagram, SNL's post became filled with harsh comments like, quote, ew, gross, nobody wants to see Kim Kardashian. What are y'all thinking? Hard pass. And note to self, skip October 9th show. And please, no Kardashians. Even Will and Grace actress Deborah Messing hopped on Twitter to write, why Kim Kardashian? I mean, I know she's a cultural icon, but SNL has hosts generally who are performers who are there to promote a film, TV show, or album launch. Am I missing something? Annie, do you approve of the backlash? No. And uh, why? I don't, I actually think she's going to be phenomenal on it and I hope she is phenomenal. So everybody can just shut up about her. <laughs> like the thing is, here's what's what I admire about her. She knows what people say, and she is okay about being in on the joke. Like, I guarantee there will be so many skits of her directly making fun of her family and her Yes, I agree. And she's so good in that environment. So I think it's going to make for a really funny show. I love that Halsey is the musical guest with her. And for people that are, like, she has more to promote than most people on the planet. I know. So, like, I, I don't understand why. Okay, just because it's not music or a movie, I would bet she promotes Donda. 
Yeah. I bet, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things out there that she, she probably promote. should promote, you know, Harry Potter and dressing up as a Dementor at the Met Gala. Yeah. She'll probably do something like that. I would almost guarantee that there's some sort of skit about that. For sure. And also, I mean, I think Deborah answered her own question because she is a cultural icon. And also, yeah. did we forget that Elon Musk hosted SNL last That's year? Right. What that was he was, promoting? Mars? That, I mean, that, as you were reading it, my that was my first thought. I'm like, so Elon Musk can come on and be a host, but Kim Kardashian can't. She's the most recognizable person. I I would also go on to bet that this is their most viewed episode. I would because people are gonna be hate watching it. Either that or they're she's she is going or to her drag massive in an fan audience. Base. Yeah, she's gonna drag in an audience that doesn't typically watch Saturday Night Live. No, and they're certainly they're certainly not live viewers. We'll just put it that way. So right. they probably will tune in live. So yeah. they'll. I mean, that's a huge draw for. I mean, you know, industry talk. But if they're if they, <laughs> that's a huge draw for people for for shows, especially on broadcast networks, because they don't have that anymore. I mean, everyone just DVRs or watches right. it the next day on Hulu or whatever they whatever they do now. I mean, it's not it's well, it's and- unheard of. And that was the right choice. If you're going to have any of the Kardashians or the Car Jenner crew on, it, she's the right choice. Yeah. All right. Next up, a Miami hotspot closes bar so Drake can eat in peace. According to page six, Miami hotspot Prime 112 closed down its entire bar so that Drake could eat in peace before a show. The rap superstar 34, God, he's my age, um, <clears throat> made a surprise appearance at a sold out J. Cole concert. However, before the show, Drake dropped by the famous steakhouse, which went out of its way to make him feel comfortable as the entire bar area was shut down for him, a source says. Quote, everyone got a glimpse of the superstar as he casually ate his meal and relaxed before the show. Annie, do you approve of the bar shutting down for Drake? Did he ask for it or did they do it? It's a good question. It doesn't say. I think they did it. Well, that's on them then. (laughs) Do you think that they should have done that? No. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, like, we've all seen Drake in LA at restaurants. That's why I don't yeah. think that he would do something like that. And DJing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I, like, T especially used to see him at Delilah all the time. So it's That's like, where I've it, seen him. Yeah. So it's like, you, he obviously doesn't have a weird complex about being hidden. You know who does, though? Taylor Swift. She rented out an entire room at Boa Steakhouse one time. I really wanted to send her like a flaming shot or something. Um, but no, like I think that this is, that was just dumb on their part because they're just losing out on money at that point. Yeah. I mean, you think that, I mean, no matter what, first of all, the meal was probably comped. It's not like they're going to yeah pay and make Drake pay. What right. is he going to do? Like put it on his Instagram? I mean, I guess they're getting press for it. So well, yeah, but I mean, like, what good does it do? Okay, cool. A celebrity goes there, but you can't see him anyway because they close. But everybody does. Everybody got a glimpse of him, apparently. I just wish that, like, for one second, I understood that. Like, also, it kind of giving oh, a shit. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, I think I think we're jaded because we live in LA, but yeah, um, that's true. Because people, I mean, if you think about our friends in in nebraska like there, a lot of people would lose their minds over like way less famous people you know so yeah that's true but just seeing them yeah i mean what, what, what like what if you saw a peloton instructor 
I wouldn't lose my shit about it. I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so and so. And would I would you try honestly, to meet them? What if it was I just be King? Weird about it. If it was just King, she has said multiple times, if you see her in public, come up and say hi. Oh, also, that's nice. she and I have exchanged quite a few Instagram DMs. What? And so, yeah. Talk about somebody. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why did you not tell me this? Um, because it's happened like fairly recently. Because I post her all the time and she was always like liking it and things like that. And then I made a post about something being pregnant and she responded like with a message. Okay. Well, no one has ever responded to me like from the DM. Oh, Adrian Williams has responded to me. Um, did you watch Cody Rigsby on Dancing with the Stars? I did not watch it live, but I saw like replays of it. Okay. And I did vote for him. So they're getting that viewership. Yeah. But I did vote for him. They've been posting so. it on the Peloton thing too. I know. I hope. Wow. The other thing is too, what really sucks about this story is if, if what we think happened actually did happen, like the bar was the one to shut it down. And now, you know, page six is making a big stinking deal about this when Drake literally didn't do anything, but walk into the restaurant. Like that's what I mean. Like, that's why I just don't see it being a him thing. The last thing Drake needs is more attention. But that sucks for him that he's being like dragged into this is what I'm saying. Like it sucks. Yeah, that but that's his life. Yeah, it's just dumb. It's like it's a dumb, it's it's stupid. Okay. Celebrity anyway. Is dumb, quite yeah, honestly. Truth, truth, truth. Um, okay. Final approval or disapproval. Musician and singer Grimes jokes she's starting a quote lesbian space commune after Elon Musk split. Another page six story. They should really start paying us. Um it, you. I've never heard of site. <laughs> Canadian musician and singer Grimes and space cadet Elon Musk have reportedly split. When asked for comment, Grimes exclusively told page six via email, I'll be colonizing one of Jupiter's moons Europa separately from Elon for the lesbian space commune. The Europa's Chung the biggest one. That's the only reason she chose it. <laughs> And probably the only one she knew. Yeah. Um, the tongue-in-cheek response appears to refer to Musk and SpaceX's $178 million contract with NASA to help them reach Jupiter's ice-crusted moon, Europa, to see if it could be inhabitable. Okay, wait. Wouldn't it be habitable? Uninhabitable Un is what... Okay, sorry. The planet has 79 moons. Uh, the couple also share a son whose name I cannot decipher. So Annie, do you approve of a lesbian space commune on Jupiter? Honestly, yes, because that would be the most efficiently run place in the universe. <laughs> like if there is anyone that gets shit done, it's lesbian. <laughs> And That's I mean true. that with the utmost no, respect. I agree. And I think it would be just like clean and. Um, it would be so well run. Sturdy. Right. It would be very well run. I think. <laughs> I think. I think you're right, though. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just so happy that not only are these two stupidly rich people uh, dividing up their earthly possessions, they're also going halvesies on the cosmos. Well, they're not married. So. Oh. I okay. don't believe that they're splitting up anything because they also talked about how they are going to continue to live together. Mm. They're going to cohabitate because of the baby who's no one, no one knows what that baby's name is. Um, yeah. They're just no longer a couple. And so I is see. this her way? Is this her way of coming out? 
That's what I was going to ask. Cause maybe she's, or maybe she's, she's fluid. Maybe she's fluid. Um, I think she actually might be. Um, it says that she has always had like bisexual rumors around her, but she refuses to oh. acknowledge any discussion of her sexuality. That's cool. Okay. So yeah, we've got, I mean, two we've got two disapprovals and an approval. That's not horrible. All right. Um, and what we'll see. Well, what, like, was the, what was the first story again? Uh, the back, <clears throat> excuse me, the backlash um, for Kim K. Oh yeah. I disapprove of the backlash, but I approve of her hosting. So, okay. Well, so let's give it a half a point. Yeah. So one and a half and one, one, and, one a half. and a half. <laughs> okay. And what will seem like a continuation of Andy's approval. I want to move on to relationship roundup. I've introduced so many new segments that I can't remember if we've done this before or not, but um, I know we've done something similar. Can I take a guess of who the relationship is that you're going to bring up? I, I was just going to say it's no one in our actual orbit. <laughs> no, I know that, but can I take a guess about who we're discussing? Yes, yes. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd? Yes! Okay. So the first story is Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd continue to fuel dating rumors after another night out together. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd were spotted out in Los Angeles together. According to Fox News, proof that this whole story is a mess. The actress and the singer were snapped leaving Giorgio Baldi restaurant in matching all black outfits and masks. Like, why is that a detail? Uh, they were also spotted at some... Um, they were also spotted at the same swanky Italian eatery in late June. According to the Daily Mail, Jolie and The Weeknd dined for over two hours and then got into the same S. UV together. This is SVU together. <laughs> oh, God. A source close to the weekend previously told Page Six, again, I didn't even get this story from Page Six, that their relationship might be business focused. They're clearly not trying to hide the dinner date, the source said. He's definitely focused on getting into the movie business. He has a new HBO series he's starring in. So, Annie, what do you think of this? 100% she's directing something that he's in. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think this is romantic at all. No, I mean, especially because if Angelina Jolie is spending time with the weekend on a weekday, I mean, how seriously can this be? How badly did you want to get that out? <laughs> no, I spit everywhere. Um, I cannot think of a worse celebrity couple. <laughs> what would their what would their celebrity couple name be? Angel Weekend, Angelie. Well, what's his real name? Abel. Abelina. Abelina's pretty good. Yeah, it would be something like that. Abel, I can't remember his last name now. I can't. There's a 15-year age difference if they are dating, which they're not. There's no way. There's no way. I think she's probably directing something that he's in. That's a really solid guess. Yeah. Um, But do you approve of (laughs) So no, you don't approve of this. No, I think that would be... I mean, it's no secret that I'm not like a huge Angelina Jolie fan. So, right. I mean, yeah. Like, what is she, like, yeah, whatever. I just thought that was the craziest headline I've ever seen. I'm like, what? Why are yeah. they fueling dating rumors? And why is Fox News? I mean, not shocking that Fox News is picking this up. That was yeah. like the only article that was that said this. Like, all the other articles are like Angelina Jolie are spotted out together. Like, they they didn't like. Well, say dating is doing it because they had to take just a half a second break from bashing uh, Biden. 
or every any anyone that's not Trump. All right, final final story. Lena Dunham gets married to musician Luis Felber, but everyone is only talking about Taylor Swift being named guest of honor. Taylor Swift was a guest of honor this weekend at a secret London wedding of her celebrity bestie, Lena Dunham, who tied the knot with musician Louis Felber. Sources exclusively told Page Six, your favorite. The singer didn't perform at the nuptials, but she did give a speech. So Annie, would you have a guest of honor if you get married and when are you going to ask me? So was she the maid of honor? <laughs> no, she was the guest of honor. I don't know. I don't understand what this means. Like that was the term that- That Lena was the Dunham title that she was given, yeah. So she was just the guest of honor. She wasn't like the maid of honor. I don't. I don't know if there wasn't. Because I, I mean, okay. I know Lena's sister. Uh oh. I have a theory. All right. So there are rumors in the rumor sphere Ugh. that Taylor Swift is married. Okay. To that guy. Joe Alwyn. Yeah, whoever he is. Okay. Obviously, I don't. I'm not keeping up with Taylor's relationship because I don't care. But. Those rumors do exist, and I'm wondering if they knew, like, press would break this. And if she's married, she would have been matron of honor. Mm. And so I'm wondering if it wasn't just guest of honor. And I could totally see Lena Dunham being like, we're not putting maid or matron, yeah, like, on a woman or whatever. Right. But if she is married and it's not public, the maid or matron thing would be very definitive. I just, I didn't realize they were that close of friends. I know. I mean, I know her and Blake Lively are really close. Yeah. I knew that too. But Same I with didn't, Jamie King. I knew, yeah. I Who's knew they were Nebraska. friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Jamie King um, is from Nebraska. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I knew they were friends. I didn't know they were that good of friends. I know Lena's sister. Like, I know Lena's sister was there. So maybe yeah, she was the maid. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying maybe she was the maid of honor. Maybe they just like thought. Maybe they just did guests of honor, period. Like everybody was a guest of honor? <laughs> no, like the bridal party. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I tried to find like who else was there. It seemed like it was really small. Like her parents were there. Her sister was there. I don't think any of the girls cast was there. Huh, interesting. I do like that show. But Taylor Swift, that's an interesting theory about Taylor Swift being married because he was also there. Well, I'm going to say that there's a good chance that it's true. Wow. Another bite, another solid bite from Annie. And well, we're going to definitely, I'm definitely going to say allegedly so we don't get sued. Great. And I'm also yeah. definitely, definitely making a segment out of the rumor sphere. So you can bet your bottom right. dollar on that. Perfect. I did say you could use it and I'm now instantly regretting it. <laughs> okay. So if you guys are not already doing so, please follow us on Instagram at nobody's pod at Andy underscore Wilk and at Bryce advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at nobody's the pod. Same for our personals. And you can always email us at no expert, all opinion at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.